What if you could change your financial future? What if you could not only change your financial future, but the financial future of generations to come? My next guest has done just that for not only hundreds of people, but thousands. Join me for this very special episode when I sit down with the millionaire maker herself, Miss Laurel Langmeyer. You will learn it's not just about making a million, it's about keeping it and investing it. Your financial turnaround story starts right here. I will see you on the other side with Miss Laurel Langmeyer. Welcome, everyone. This is Austin. This is Flashpoint. Your turnaround story starts here. But today I'm going to say your financial turnaround story starts right here. We create transformational experiences that lead you to your Flashpoint. And today we're going to be talking about that, your finances. Before I get into this show, there's a couple themes we lay in. So the first thing we do is we focus on the hourglass as a reminder that we can't go backwards. We can't go back into the past. What's done is done. And we certainly can't go too far into the future because there's things that we just don't know. So as you step into this show today and we get ready for Laurel, I want you to dial into this present moment and make sure you get something today. And the next thing we focus on is the Thomas Edison light bulb as a reminder that you didn't fail. You just successfully created ways that it didn't work. And that might be the case with your finances. And this light bulb came from the Thomas Edison Museum. It is a lit literally a replica of the first light bulb that was in existence for 100 plus years. So use this as a reminder for your flashpoint that if you feel like you're failing financially, that you're successfully creating ways that it doesn't work. But today, today is going to be different. And then the next thing we focus on is the cowbell, right? The cowbell is a moment where you get a moment of uh, awareness, awaken something. So type in the word cowbell. We want to highlight those moments throughout the show. So I am going to set this off as we, as I opened it, talking about your financial turnaround story. This is going to be an incredible episode of Flashpoint. We're doing it at the special time, but what I want you to do, I want to say hello to you. I want you to share this and I want you to get a question ready, a comment, what's happening in your financial world. We're going to talk about things like conversation, gap analysis, sequencing, team, all those things are going to be discussed today. So it's important that you get something, but it's also important that you maybe bring something, bring something to the party. Are you with me? So I'm going to check and see if our guest is ready to come on. Laurel is in the green room now. She might need a few minutes. So I got a smile and a nod. So she's ready. So you saw the video. Her reputation speaks for herself. But there's a couple of things that I, I want to point out that in my journey, when I started this, this name kept coming up, Laura Langmar, Laura Langmar. And not only did it come up, it was around all these people who had literally turned their finances around. And through a sequencing of events, I not only did I get to meet Laurel, but I shared the stage with her at James, James McNeil's event up in ILEAD. And what an incredible experience. It was the next step in my 
journey as I migrated from corporate America and I moved into the entrepreneurial journey. And so I know that Laura was divinely appointed to, to my world to help me evolve, not only as a person, but as an entrepreneur. She's been on CNBC, she's been on Fox, all the major networks, CNN, talking about this very concept of building wealth. So she's been there. She's a five-time New York Times bestselling author. She is a money expert. She is the real deal. So get your questions ready. But here's what I love. Laurel was a single mom about to give birth before all of this happened. So I'm going to dig into her story here. So again, I want you to share it and get your questions ready. But here's what I want you to do for me right now. I want you to show some love for my friend, Laurel Langmire. Hi there. Laurel, I'm so glad you're with me today. I'm doing fantastic. Look, and I even have like a butterfly on for you, which means, you know, say yes, figure it out. Big spiritual uh, animal. So super excited to be here, Austin, and excited to, uh, and just acknowledge your growth. I mean, uh, becoming an entrepreneur, starting this show, and um, excited to uh, watch your journey. I appreciate that. Yep. And I have your book right here. <clears throat> there it is. Yep. So this is a, a really good thing. And we're going to have some great options for you as we move through the show. Um, Laurel, I, I'm going to come at this from a different approach. All right. Because you've been in the expert seat for so long and you've <laughs> served, right? I mean, am I right? Right. You, you are correct. You've earned 20, that. 20 years, at least 25, actually, if you count. 1996 is when I met Robert Kiyosaki, Sharon Lecter, became the master distributor of the game. So from 96 to 2000, also started the financial coaching around that, uh, was the cash flow coach uh, for the organization Rich Dad Poor Dad for a little while, and then uh, started my own 2000. Yeah. And I, I'm impressed by the, the, I would say the rapidity though of your journey. So I want to go back and I'm going to dig a little bit because- I want to find out, Laurel, the time that you maybe felt like you either felt like a failure or, or society thought you were a failure. You were a single mom. You're trying to figure this out, right? Because I, I want you to go there for me because I want people to realize, I want people to really dial into your story because you've been in the expert seat for so long. Are you willing to share Maybe some of those earlier moments when you didn't feel so good and you felt maybe like a failure. Um, yeah, but those weren't it. Um, when I got you know pregnant with Logan, January 8th, 1999, um, I did what I've been telling a lot of you to do, which is you know get, get me on board as your mentor and coach. So I called the guy that had been in conversation in real estate, multimillionaire, 20 years my senior, and I said it's time. And I said I need to like we need to go and be a millionaire. I said, I have nine months. He said, what's in nine months? I said, I'm going to have my son. So that was not a failing moment. That was, I would say it was a more uh, scary moment, like going, oh, like it's, oh my God moment. Uh, an oh shit moment, you could call him. <laughs> um, but it's those times where, you know, you have to dig pretty deep and say, am I going to walk my talk and do what I say, which is say yes and figure this out. And I did. I got on a plane the next day, flew to Oklahoma City, uh, met a team there who then really taught me how to use the asset I had acquired over the last years. Uh, Austin was a database. I, um, I had 18,000 people in a database from selling cash flow games, rich dad, poor dad. I wasn't just selling his, um, that was kind of the big branded moment for me, 
but I would say in addition, not behind. I was also selling things for Bob Proctor, J. Conrad Levinson, which is how I got the Gorilla Wealth book. I was selling for Brian Tracy, Zig Ziglar. So I had actually 18 brands that I was selling because people would pay play cash flow. And then what's the obvious thing that everyone says after cash flow? Yes. How do I do this? So why I'm such a how-to person, as you know, because you're deep in our organization and community, is we have to get down to the nitty gritty and down to what banking and your entity and your trust and do the documents line. I mean, we're really that how-to team for our clients because most people don't know how to do it. So right. uh, I was selling a lot of people's stuff. And what I had was an asset of a big database um, at, you know, when I met the team in Oklahoma. And then they taught me how to structure deals, how to raise capital. And that's really how that journey. And I was a millionaire by June of 1999. And my 34th birthday was kind of my millionaire celebration. And then went on from there. As was far that as six months or that wasn't nine months, right? Was it six months? Six months. It was six month millionaire. I, I got it together. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. I, I dropped the F word here because that's what people resonate with. But I, I appreciate yeah. your repositioning of the F word. But a lot of times people feel like a failure. So, right. But so let's put it this way. You felt the pressure of the moment. And the one thing yeah. that we, we hone in here is people proximity. You reached out right away. You felt the pressure. And then there was a major action step that you took. And I think this is really key because imagine being a single mother. You're, you're, you know you're going to yeah. give birth. You're feeling the pressure. You, you not only – because like this gentleman helped you for free, right? Uh, no, $28,000. Right. Bingo. So there you go. So, right. and, and a lot of you say, well, you know, one of the things, um, but before we leave the F word, right, that big fear word, because I don't use it, I don't resonate with it very much. I don't, I don't remember times I lived in that, but I can tell you when society would love to, this thing called the internet, it's the bathroom wall, I call it, where anybody can write anything about you. Um, and there was a time in 2010, 11, 12, right? So what did eight, nine and 10 create? A lot of foreclosures, a lot of loss. And so people were looking anywhere to make somebody else, you know, wrong or blame them for their real estate moves. And I had outsourced my uh, company to a third party in Utah who was doing sales and fulfillment for me. Um, I ended that relationship because they were just putting people through a mill. And I'm very high touch, as you know, I operate yes. on text with my clients yes, uh, very personally. Unlike a lot of other gurus who never have, you don't have their cell phone. You pay for massive programs. You never have the connection to the direct source. So I changed that, you know, long time ago. Eight, nine, and 10 is when I changed it because I knew if people couldn't find me, Austin, like, I mean, they needed help. I mean, I don't know how many clients were in the Florida market, right? Florida was a massive booming market, six, seven, and eight. Well, Florida is a recourse state, which means you can't just throw in the keys and say, oh, I'm going to foreclosure. Um, that foreclosure is going to follow you, your credit, the loss. So, I mean, if it wasn't for the community and our ability to work together to help solve a lot of problems and save millionaires um, and save their real estate portfolio and help them raise capital, help them just fix whatever they needed fixed, it was a it was a really big deal. So I started giving people my cell phone uh, very frequently. But back to the, the you know, how I, I'd say fear because of the attack, um, this third party, they sold my 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 book, actually, because they have thousands in stock. They short sold my book to some other real estate company in the East Coast. And uh, people were literally blaming me. And they said, and I was caught in a lot of lawsuits. And they said, well, you know, we read your book and we got your book. And I said, you may have got my book, but it wasn't for me. And you're not even in my database. I don't even know who you are. But it costs a lot of money. And some of the stuff that's still, you can go Google deep stuff on the internet. It 
you know, it wasn't my, uh, it wasn't this company, right? It was somebody who sold my stuff away. So yeah, those are scary moments when, you know, you're in the midst of somebody else's tangle, uh, which is why, you know, I say own it, control it, keep it tight. But I'd say if you had to put a fear word, when that started coming to me, Austin, the lawsuit after lawsuit, it was like, what, who are these people? Like, how is this happening to me? And then of course, this lovely thing called the internet right. and no one ever asked to go take that stuff back down. So right. um, how did I handle it? I just spoke to it straight. I speak to it straight now. Um, those are probably, if I had to put some fear words around times in my life, it's what other people, you know, do to you, but you still have to handle it. It's part of your brand. Yes. Laura, I want to honor you for that because a lot of people may find themselves in that spot as they're listening to this video when they get it. And yeah. the way, see, that's where the grace under fire, the way you handled that mm -hmm. and not to, not to retaliate, but your retaliation is in your massive success, right? You're repositioning, yeah. learning how, the, 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 the things that you teach, the protection, how to protect yourself and yeah. position yourself and sequence things so that you win in the long run, run so that when you do get the attacks, your, your position better to handle them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I was on a, a broadcast yesterday and I think uh, this would be just given the, the flashpoint in the, the context of your show is, you know, I, it's got a new, little bit of a new, newer conversation, just, you know, spun a little bit differently is, you know, I say people live their life through, especially now two lenses, right? They live through the, the eye of yes and figure it out and look at problems and challenges that they come as, you know, not just opportunities and that cliche stuff, but they look at a problem or look at a challenge and say, all right, I'm going to get my problem solving hat on and I'm going to figure this out. But they're living life through the lens of yes. I think so many people in this COVID, this pandemic, the shutdowns, the the damage that has been done to entrepreneurs worldwide. I mean, I it's it's I shouldn't say it's hard, but it's challenging for a lot of people to live their life through yes. And they live it through no. And unfortunately, you know, you know them and I know them, Austin. They're living their life uh, from almost a position of fear and in that no energy. Like, you know, saying, yes. but what if something happens? I mean, look what just happened to me. Well, look what happened to the world. Right. So we're all, I mean, that. I, and I'm not going to use the thing we're all in this together because we're not in this together. We are all in very different places. I approach finances that way. You're different than I'm different than any of the other clients that you've met at the big table. No one's in the same position. To throw us all in one basket is so irresponsible. And, you know, how you live life through the lens of yes or no will determine your success. And I think it's really important to, to dig into that. I think it's really important. And, and you've had the conversations and you can probably right away. Someone's always thinking, can I afford it? And they're going into that reevaluation. But there's that part of them. There's I need this. I want this. Yeah. But they make reasons to, as to why they can't move move forward. Yeah. And you know, it's learning to operate, like you said in the video, right? It's yeah. how can we afford this? Or yeah. how can we create the resources to make this happen if we know that we need it? Yep, absolutely. And for a lot of you, I just want to address the, you know, because money is my conversation. Um, our, you know, my promise is a three to five year millionaire. And there's a, there's a blueprint to it. You've got to learn to make money. Um, even if you have a job, you still have to do well, you know, what you what walk through Austin is becoming an entrepreneur. And uh, that's just a journey in itself. But then you still have to keep it. You have to do entities, trust, insurance, all that has to happen. And then you're going to have to create money rules on how to invest your money and not just park it with financial institutes and pray it's going to happen. So there is a, a blueprint to becoming a millionaire. There's a way to do it. 
but to, to walk that path alone, I, I would ask why. Um, you don't do most things alone. Everybody you know, works with a team or you should be working with a team to have that happen. But I want to go back to the one of the comments you made, which is a huge objection, not only to people working with me, um, which I have an amazing, you know, marketplace offer for your folks today. Um, but it's also just in general, when people say they can't afford it, you know, they're living their life typically through their checkbook balance. And if you're looking yes. at your checkbook, right, day after day saying, you know, can I afford it based on my checkbook balance? You're never going to transition. The way you need to live life is through a PL and a balance sheet. So when you know you can make five, 10, 15, 20,000 a month, and you know you can count on that because you've proven that success, you're making financial decisions based on, I can make more money. Like I was selling enough cash flow games. I was selling financial coaching in 1999. So could I afford 28,000? Not in that exact moment, but that's why you use credit cards. It's good debt. I was paying tuition for something I was going to learn. Um, as long as I do the work and ROI it, which I did right away, um, that 28,000 was nothing to spend that day. And I knew from future P&Ls, right, from profits and what I knew my revenue could be, that I would make it back. And I think so many people shortcut their life by living their life through their checkbook balance. And it's the wrong indicator. That's not how you make decisions. Not well, the, the other thing that I think is really key, and we call it people proximity here, is, is sometimes it's pay, for, you, you pay for people proximity. But yeah. what if you didn't make that call? What if you didn't invest that money? Where would you be? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, right at, at that right. moment, um, I was in the Rich Dad Poor Dad camp. Obviously, I'd lend myself to a lot of other amazing A-listers. Um, I wouldn't have been a millionaire in real estate in six months, I can tell you that. Like, Because the moves that we made, the kind of capital and good debt and the fund we put together and how we did it, um, I wouldn't have known enough or had enough uh, experience because we did it in 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 a variety of uh, fashions. We did a lot of just buy and hold, typical, you know, small like single family to duplexes, fourplexes. We bought some really big. I mean, one I remember 178 units we bought in rehab, wow. and then we actually bought a street in Oklahoma City, uh, five six houses all along a really you know crappy area, but it was up and coming. We bought the street and we rehab. So we had so many strategies going because of the experience of this team that I joined. Um, I don't know where I, I would have ended up somewhere because I just live life through, you know, that lens of yes. And I'm going to figure it out. Right. But I wouldn't, I don't think, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. another question. That, yeah. That would have made me a six month millionaire. I mean, it just, it happened so yeah. fast. And I want to, I want to validate. I have my phone here. This happened because of text messages between Laurel and myself and yeah. her team, because you are accessible. You, it's amazing how much you pour out and how accessible you are to other people. Uh, Mandy's asking, could you repeat what you said about not working with a checkbook? You remember that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So when you, when you operate looking at your checkbook balance, not that that's not an indicator of, you know, money coming and going and I actually, you know, have a great cash flow statement form that I have my clients use. Um, that actually is money coming in, money projected to go out that week. Uh, and a lot of you, again, you're paying bills, you're spending money wrong too. But I, on the make money side, if you're looking at your checkbook balance and saying, can I afford it based on that balance today? I mean, if it's the first of the month, you probably had, you know, an, uh, a, pay, a payment made towards rent or your mortgage, or it's going to happen in the, in the first five days of the month. I mean, so if you're, if you're making a decision then versus you make it on the 14th or 15th, when you get your next paycheck, 
you're making very different decisions. It's a horrible way to make any financial decisions. You should be making it on a P&L and balance sheet. Meaning what yeah. is the, you know, the projected profits, the projected revenue that's coming in based on my revenue model. If you don't know what a revenue model is, I do a marketplace. We're going to introduce you to this. Austin's been to it. We do it now every three weeks since COVID hit. We were the first to market April 14th in 2020. We came out and said, what's the number one thing I know how to do to help anyone in the world is help you make money. And I can help you do it in a few hours. You have to do exactly what I say. And then, yes. then we're going to build it into a bigger revenue model. I mean, part of this show is what you built in and out around, you know, coming to us originally. And now, yes. you know, you're continuing to build the revenue. And then with the money, the difference is you're not just making, spending, making, spending. You're making, putting some money away. Yes. And then properly spending back into your company. So many new entrepreneurs make that mistake, Austin. They, they all their money is put back into their company years later because you don't break that pattern. You wonder why you don't have money put away and there's no compounding power in your life. And it's because you didn't put enough money away when you're younger. And we're yes. huge pattern interrupters for a lot of you that need to pattern interrupt restructure how you're making money, how you're spending it, how you're investing it, how you're handling your debt. And uh, it's a very integrated plan. Yes. And the, you're the CEO of Integrated Wealth Systems. Yep. So it's a system that makes this happen. And by the way, we, we're, we're about to crush 10,000 views on all platforms. So I'm asking for your help to yeah. share this. Yeah. And that's 16 yeah. minute views, 16 minutes or more. So I'm asking you to please share this. But Laurel, I want to ask you this. Someone comes across this video. They're in debt. They're not making enough money. They want to change their job or their career. Yeah. And they're, and they're wondering what to do. They're thinking, I got to pay off this debt. Mm -hmm. I got to pay. So you're already shaking your head. Good. This is, this is right on cue. So yeah. talk to me. It's the wrong thing to do. So, you know, there's the, there's the teaching of, you know, Dave Ramsey and Susie Orman and Dave Bach. And by the way, they're not promising this just to their credit, right? They are very secure, you know, stay in your box, keep your job, stay out of debt. And um, I've had some of those conversations said, you know, why not be an entrepreneur? I mean, in this like, well, people are lazy. They can't do it. Only a few people make it as an entrepreneur. Well, I don't believe that. I believe anyone can be an entrepreneur. Some of us are going to be better entrepreneurs than others, which means then get more team to surround yourself, you know, with the, you know, I would say strengthen your strengths and hire your weaknesses. So if you have a lot of weaknesses in the entrepreneur area, then you just hire those people and you are, you partner with them to be in your company. So I absolutely have more credibility and belief and faith in people that they can perform. That's I'll say that as a context, but getting out of debt is not the first agenda. Um, the only reason you're in debt, let's just talk practically about it, common sense, is you outlived your paycheck. So you put the rest of the life you wanted to live on a credit card. And then over and over, month after month, you find yourself in a lot of debt. Yes. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. I would never, ever tell you, as Austin knows, to tell you to live within your means. I would never tell you that. I would say grow your ability to make more money. So instead of having a fixed job... Um, which, by the way, if you want to do any strategies we teach, you do need to be incorporated. You do need to have a company so you can do legal deductions. Yes. In America, you have 81,000 pages of tax code. You get to do deductions against that income. And I would absolutely, you know, teach you how to have your own company, how to do whatever you are great at, whatever your gift and talent is. And if you don't have something, um, I have a game that's right behind me on that board. You can like be an affiliate, you can sell my game like I sold Kiyosaki's. That's how I got kind of a start in entrepreneurialism. Um, or actually I said, I started a long time ago, but I got a really great training through it. 
And then you could do direct sales. You can sell lotions, potions. You can sell the CBD. You can sell whatever, you know, this is another little product you can sell. So you're going to have to sell, like the way you're going to make more money is you got to do what I call the 21st century lemonade stand. You got to buy and sell, right? Or you're going to actually be selling products and services to other people who want them. So yes. that's what really leads us to the marketplace. But as far as getting out of debt, that is not the first thing to be concerned about. That is not the, the problem isn't that you're in debt. The problem is you don't know how to make money. So I start solving the right problem. I'm going to teach you how to make money, which is my biggest thing I do. I teach you how to create new cash, how to build a business funnel. And then I have other team members who will teach you how to keep it, get incorporated, get business credit, get your credit. And then other folks who will, will teach you how to invest. In fact, the third book in The Millionaire Maker is the education of how to start investing off Wall Street if you so choose to do that kind of education. Um, we don't do it for you. We're not financial planners. We're not going to invest for you. Um, but we're going to get you on the road to making money. And, and, yes. and as you learn later, that good debt is some of the most extraordinary moves for you to become a multimillionaire. Hold on, that's, flash. that's a cowbell moment. <laughs> it's a huge good one. debt, knowing the difference, right? Yeah, and good debt and bad debt are very different. And how to use them is part of your journey in learning money. Um, but I think most people that are listening, I don't care which platform you're on, across all platforms, I have a brand new YouTube channel. I've just relaunched my uh, podcast. I did my 100th podcast series. I have a new book coming out on how to make your kids millionaires. I got so much going on. But what I find across most walks of life in most continents is they need to learn to make money, not with a job, but as an entrepreneur. So that's why the marketplace is so critical for people to start. Yeah. And it's called the cash machine that in your book, it's called the cash machine yep. uh, producing that cash. And again, we're all working on that. Laurel, before we get to your flashpoint moment, I'm going to give you a moment, that yep. moment when you felt like, I got it right. Well, I want to share. I want to share your event first because I want to. Okay. I want to. Yeah. So I'm excited because this this weekend you're running the marketplace again. Yeah. And hard to put into words. I've been a part of it many times. It's not only like an educational on on rocket ship. We'll use the word term rocket because it's applicable today. It's it's getting information in rocket speed with the ability to work on your cash machine. Now, yep. not Absolutely. to go to an event, not to pay thousands of dollars to go to an event and you sit there and you get excited, you leave and you don't know what to do. You're going to learn and you're going to be in cash making mode right away. So I just want you to speak to that. I'm going to share the link and then we're going to get to your flashpoint moment. Absolutely. And if you go to asklaurel.com forward slash flashpoint, um, you will get a very special uh, deal on the marketplace tickets. So the marketplace is literally that. It's a place where you're going to bring your business. If you don't have one, we have coaching that will get you ready and you will have something to sell. Even if you sell someone else's stuff, which is what I have done for years, it's fine to sell someone else's stuff. Um, we'll get you something to sell. You can sell Austin's stuff, you can sell my stuff, you can sell whoever stuff you want. Um, but you know, the entrepreneurial venture starts with marketing, right? Which is generating leads, uh, selling, which is creating the cash and then learning about cash flow. So during the marketplace, we literally, um, it's 13 hours. So instead of saying two days anymore, Austin, some people go, oh my gosh, it's two days, it's too long. It's this Thursday from, uh, from 10 to six and then Friday, 10 to three. Every three weeks we do them. So uh, as this airs- Pacific um, time, right? Pacific, Pacific time. What? Pacific time, Pacific, Pacific time. time. Yes. 10, to, 10 to six Pacific and then 10 to three. Now. 
you are welcome and graduates will join you at three o'clock and we continue through the afternoon on Friday. We continue on Saturday. We continue Sunday because the truth is the marketplace is open. It is always open. It is always available. You have to be the one to show up and be ready to make deals and to provide offers and to serve somebody. So I teach a process called ask to ask, which is how to ask somebody like my talk track when I meet somebody and they'll say, so what do you do? And I said, I teach people about money. And, um, I'll say, so what's one thing I could help you with today? What's one conversation you need help with with money? I get right into how to help somebody else. They'll tell me, right, I'm asking. Then they're going to tell me how they need help. And I'm going to tell them back how I could solve that problem, whether it's get a book, get a game, uh, come to the marketplace, actually get some one-on-one coaching, whatever it is. And then I'm going to ask for the cash. So I teach a very uh, service-based process. And you're guaranteed to make money if you stay and do everything we say. So now, you know, with this new you know, virtual world we're in Austin. It's very different than the live events, as you know, because I would be right there. I'd be whispering in your ear and I'd be telling you what to say. So it's a little, you know, different because we're on Zoom. But I can tell you, we've had people making, an average person who totally participates will make 500 to 2,500. Yep. How much did you make? I made, uh, it was over a thousand. And I actually, mm-hmm. I've made a lot, actually, to full transparency, I've made a lot more than that. Yeah. as a result of the marketplace, if that makes sense, because of the relationships, right? So, yep. Laurel, I just want to get this link. It's asklaurel.com forward slash Flashpoint. Yep. Yep. Okay. And you go out, um, you will get a copy of my Millionaire Maker book. Read one, two, and three, the first three chapters. Come to the marketplace. We do every three weeks. So you have absolutely no excuse on time and say I have something booked. So, um, I, you know, just click on. Uh, our team will call you once you signed up. If you can't go to the first date, they'll read off our calendar. Every three weeks we do it, September 9th and 10th. Um, given our broadcast dates, we'll be the next one. Yes. Uh, we'll be right on one probably when uh, we go live on this broadcast. And if you're listening to it, because I know I'm going to put this back up on my laurellangmeyer.com site, I want to you know uh, acknowledge you and put you up on my site, Austin. Um, so whenever you're listening or hearing this, you know, just get to the next event and go to Austin's link. And I will be there, but I will be in as a graduate. I've been bestowed <laughs> the, the graduate, uh, which I'm yep. excited to be there again. And I've talked to my team and my clients about joining in, in, in the marketplace as well, because I know the power of it at any stage of your entrepreneurial journey. So, Laura, your flashpoint moment, and then we're going to close this out and you've got to be on another are they, are they able to attend the show today? Or is that, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 12 okay. noon every Tuesday, I do a, uh, Ask Laurel Market Awareness. So I'll share that. Yep. Yeah, we're going to update. Every every 12 noon on Tuesday, I'm live answering Perfect. questions yep. and giving you an update on what's going on in the market. Absolutely. I'm going to share that link, so be looking for that. That's today at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 Pacific. Okay, Laurel, your flashpoint moment, the moment when you're – it's like that moment when you felt, I got, you probably felt that before you got it, but either way, the flashpoint yeah. is yours. So when was your flashpoint? There's a lot. There's a lot. But the one that always comes to mind is uh, January 21st, 2006, when I hit number one, I hit the bestseller list with The Millionaire Maker. So when this book hit uh, the New York Times list and it hit 10 other bestsellers, it hit the Wall Street Journal, it hit um i was awesome. in forbes i was uh usa today i was publishers weekly so that day was like uh, i arrived moment and then right behind it came the secret dr phil i mean it was just like 
it, 2006 wow. was just this runaway train of amazing, amazing uh, blessings, success, whatever you want to call it. It was uh, an amazing time. And the birth year of my daughter. Yeah, that's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. thing. So everyone, um, Laurel, I want to thank you for bestowing yeah. us this time and pouring out as you always do. And I just want to say it this way, people proximity, get to the marketplace. You know, I'm connected with Laurel, get in my ethos, get in Laurel's ethos. Mm -hmm. If you make that step, the people proximity and you get in our ethos, the rest of the things will start to unfold for you. I absolutely guarantee it. I've seen it too many times to believe otherwise. Laurel, final words before we say goodbye today. Live life through the lens of yes, right? When you see opportunities, instead of, you know, creating every contingency, but what if, but what if, and what if I don't know how? None of that matters, right? So get a mentor, love to help you, love to support you, love to give you my cell phone so we can be texting, moving you along, making money number one, keeping it, um, investing it, learning the whole process of how, this isn't a, a program you, you sign up when you hang out with me. You, you create a lifestyle of how do you live like this and uh, live life through the energy of yes. And uh, we'll help you figure it out. Thank you, Laurel. My name's Austin. This is Flashpoint. Your financial turnaround story may have just started right now. We create transformational experiences that lead you to your Flashpoint. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you.